episode 26, the Tossing Salad Podcast. I am Brian Samatros, your host. Good morning, or if you are listening to this podcast at night in bed, you've taken me to bed with you as you gently fall asleep, listening to the sound of my voice. Uh, Good evening then. But uh, for me here recording, it is in the morning. And this is a new kind of a vibe for me in a sense that in the mornings, I just, I feel kind of different. And I think the podcasts that I make in the morning are a little bit different than the ones that I do in the evening. And obviously when I have a co-host or when I'm interviewing somebody else, uh, I do have my, my beautiful tossing salad coffee mug made by Sarah. Wild Hill Homestead, and I don't know if you guys can see from the bottom hit from the bottom of the thing. She's got a little note it says "Yay for plants." So, being a gardener myself, Sarah is also uh, dabbling in the garden as well as making very nice mugs and candle holders and stuff. Uh, she sent this to me. I think we talked about it on the last episode, right? We talked about having more creative people in your life to push you to do things. Let me take a sip of my coffee first. So today's episode, the company we keep, what comes to mind when I say that the company we keep? And I say it in that way, I, I tried to come up with different versions of a title of which I wanted to discuss today. And I came up with the company that we keep. When you think about it, it's a decision that we make day in, day out as to the people that we want to keep around us. And I don't know if you've heard the saying that your personality is made up of like the five people that you most interact with and hang out with on a daily basis. And those five people basically determine whether or not you go about your day in a positive or a negative way. Whether or not you go about your day to where you can tell yourself, I'm going to go out and do something. I'm going to go out and try to be creative. I'm going to go out and be negative. I'm going to go out and bitch and complain. And this is something that I have thought about quite a bit over 40 years in that the people that I choose to keep around me, Who do I want to have that much influence on my personality and on how my day goes? How did we come up with this topic? Well, earlier on, it was probably last week from the recording of this podcast episode, episode 26, on TikTok, posting tossing salad content that we do, having a good time, you know, trying trying out new things, bits and pieces of stuff here and there interacting with other shows, commenting on things that we see on Netflix or online or what, just just having a good time. 
and I step away from the phone for a few minutes, go get some stuff done. Sometimes it's hard to do that, right? You get going and all of a sudden it's a few hours and you're like, oh my God, I've been on Instagram. I've been on TikTok. I've been on my phone for two hours. <laughs> it happens, right? I step away from my phone, I come back and my notifications for the Tossing Solid podcast page on TikTok are just like, man, there must've been something that I posted that resonated with a bunch of people because I've, I've got probably a dozen comments on something and I, I, I click over to TikTok, and I hit that little button that shows all of your notifications. And then I just, I see buzzwords of racist and bitch. And, and I'm like, my God, what did I do? <laughs> what did I, Brian, what did you post? What is going on? And there is nothing that I can think of, of content. And we've done some serious content before on Tossing Salad, on Brian and Chelsea Make a Podcast. But most, most of the stuff that we post is lighthearted fun, usually poking fun at ourselves, but usually it's, it's good natured and, and having fun. And to what particular content piece this was that the comments got attached to, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I think I was talking something about the, just the TikTok algorithm. And what had happened was a young lady had posted in response to that piece of content. And that person has been in a year long beef with somebody else on TikTok. And actually when you, you look into it a little bit more, there's actually three parties involved, three direct parties involved, and then like a hundred other parties, all with their own intent and agendas getting involved with it. So whenever this person I think comments online, there's a whole slew of people that on a daily basis are waiting and searching out her name to go and, and bring up and address this said conflict. And this podcast here isn't about this issue in particular. This just brought up the conversation that we're having today. Uh, but first, let me, let me take a drink of, of my morning coffee. And I, I am very much enjoying these solo podcasts where we talk about something and done in the morning. My mind is just is wired differently in the morning to have these kind of podcasts. Whether or not it's your cup of tea, cup of coffee, or maybe the, there's a certain time of day to where something like this, this type of episode resonates with you a little better. Maybe it's in the morning also. Maybe it's in the evening when you go to sleep. I know I've talked about when I listen to podcasts, 98% of the time it's when I'm going to bed because I need something that's kind of engaging, uh, but not something to where I'm thinking so hard I can't detach and fall asleep. Maybe, maybe this is one of those episodes for you. Back to the company we keep. Again, the title 
of what we're talking about on this episode today. I get pulled into this situation and I like to try to remind people, I, I didn't go searching out for this. This isn't something that I normally address or comment on, on online. This, this came to me on the tossing salad page in my comments. And I'm like, is this at first I'm like, okay, do the, are these comments directed at me? What's, what's going on? Looking closer into it, it's other people that were part of a party that was wrongfully accused of assaulting somebody. And for all the details or whatever, you can go over to my TikTok page. You'll you'll see the videos. And then you can backtrack and try to get all the information as much as possible that's public to get a bearing as to what happened. But even that information now, a year and a half later, has been manipulated so much from every side of this multifaceted uh, die. You guys, if, if you've ever played any of those board games that have like those 20-sided die, or I don't know how many sides, but more than the, how many sides does a, die, a regular die have? Six? Six-sided die, I think, right? And when I say die, die is one, right? Dice, two. I, you guys know what I'm talking about. Just a warning, if you go and try to follow this storyline and what it's morphed into and all of the arguments that people get so distracted from the main cause of what happened, the main cause of what happened to me seems very direct and easy. One party was wrongfully accused of assaulting somebody by party number one. Let's call it, let's call the wrongfully accused party three. The originator party one is the one that claims that she was assaulted. And then party two is the one that came in afterwards thinking they're the crime vigilante stopper uh, solver and stitched together a couple videos pointing to party number three as, yeah, oh, this is the person that did it. Comp uh, uh, yeah. But the person that commented on my account, on my post is party number two, the one that did the stitching. I know, so confusing. But again, this isn't what this podcast is going to be about. I'm just telling you how this topic, the company that we keep, how we came about talking about this. Just the ugliest type of comments of people that, if you look at this very simplistically, in, a, in binary terms. And I know my old uh, show partner, Chelsea, is going to be like, ooh, this is one of those gray area things. Because Chelsea was very much a type of person when we had these type of conversations that very rarely are things just black and white, good and bad. There's always gray areas. And this is a perfect example 
And we, I found, found myself in a situation to where people that were defending party number three, who simplistically we're going to say is the right side in all this. And I swear to God, if somebody clips that out without the entire context of what we're going to say, you are part of the problem that I'm going to address. The people that were defending the person that was wrongfully accused. And again, there are multiple parties. And then there are, there are, there are certain people, individuals that have created multiple personalities, multiple accounts to act as, as multiple people on both sides that are just further inflaming the situation of which my whole thing in this and in getting involved was to turn this into if the, if there's three parties involved, but I think there's two specifically that could resolve this and turn this into a positive learning situation to help other people and not making the same mistake of wrongfully accusing. Is it under the racism umbrella? It is. But within that umbrella, there's a scale, varying degree of how awful this could have been and how awful this is and continues to be. And that happens for people daily that a lot of us have the privilege of not having to endure. And I know when, when privilege, that word gets thrown out to certain people, they get so angry and they, they get so offended by it. And I just, I just acknowledge we all have some sort of privilege and it's not necessarily a, a, a bad thing. Just if you, if you can come around to just acknowledging some of us are fortunate to having the privilege of not having to endure or go through certain things on a daily basis. My, 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 my thing here with this particular situation was let's at least get the two of the three parties to come together and help others not make this mistake. Now, further looking into some of the details and because it's under a racism umbrella and knowing that, you know, over the past three years, for sure, since the whole COVID um, pandemic and I have personally seen videos where Asian Americans minding their own business, walking down the street and just sucker punched or what hate crimes. They, they just seem to be getting worse and worse. And again, is it something that a lot of us, a lot is relative, but a lot of us don't go through stuff like that, that just depending on how you kind of look, you could be attacked just out of the blue or just, or depending on how you look, you could be finger pointed into being a perpetrator of you did this, you did that. 
or most likely did this, most likely did that. You guys understand what I'm saying. So I thought this would be a great situation if at least two of the three parties could come together. And from what I understood, I thought that two of the three parties could come together. Because for me, the intent of party two, stitching those videos together, was it done under some kind of a racist umbrella? Yes. But was it that racism? You know what I'm saying? When I say that, what, whatever, what you see on some of these videos and Asian Americans being targeted, there's varying degrees. This wasn't that within that umbrella. And I feel that so many of us, we know part right from wrong, but a lot of times there's so many of us that just, we, we turn, a, turn a blind eye to a lot of social situations that are out there because we, we don't want to get involved. We don't want to stand out ourselves. And it's easy to do when, again, we go back to that word privilege. We have the privilege of going under the radar because if we, if we don't acknowledge or whatever, we just turn a blind eye to it. Well, it's not going to happen to me. not going to happen to my family. And then I think that's where some people who are affected by this, they get so upset in a sense that they're like, you turning a blind eye and not trying to help is part of the problem. I, I can't disagree. I can't disagree with that. But here's the big, the big but. This is a perfect situation where you want to know why a lot of people who know right from wrong, who would like to call out when things are wrong and try to help out a situation, this, this particular one here is why a lot of people don't say anything and don't speak out. This is why in either my DMs or my email, I, at first, it was one or two people and I was like sending me personal emails and direct messages. And then I think at this point right now, I think I've heard from 10 different people on this particular situation that's that's starting this whole conversation that we're having right now. I think I've narrowed it down to, I think it's 10 different people. I got a lot more, but I think there's either two or three that it's the same person from on both sides. I don't think it's the actual parties involved. I wouldn't, I can't rule that out. I just, I don't think it is. You get the wrong people with the wrong intent who are on the right side initially. They're bad players. You'll look at the comment section and I understand that there is a lot of hurt on the, the third party side here and where a lot of this hatred reverberating back to party two and party one. Party one we're going to just separate from this issue because I think that's a whole, I think that's an, that's another thing between party two and party three, there, there could have been some resolution to, to, to make this a learning situation to help others not do this. But we get so many people that have the, that enjoy the drama that have their own self interest in having drama like this continue whether they have this internal urge to where it just it itches that 
that tickle inside of them that they thrive off of other people's drama or they they thrive off of feeling like they're part of a tribe they're part of a community finally regardless of whether you're in the right camp or the wrong camp again if we're going to simplify it down to two black and white good and bad here and if you just if you keep it as simple as you can party three initially was the one that was wrongfully accused of assaulting somebody a part which was party one which we're detaching from our conversation but you you slowly start to realize as a third party observer coming into this even though there are people on the right side that doesn't make them good people and you can see within the comments at least publicly uh, privately you see more people that kind of believe what i believe a mistake was made and this could be a learning experience to help other people not make that mistake in public you're seeing the opposite. I am the only person, I think, within those comments that is wanting to see the two ladies here resolve as much as they can, not to be best friends, but to resolve it, acknowledge a mistake was made, and try and help other people not make that mistake. And sure, there's gonna be people that you're, you're not gonna help. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other people that unknowingly under the racism umbrella that are going to make the same mistake that party two did. And they're actually pretty, both ladies I think are really close because from what I have seen and have put together, and I, I did talk to party number two, party number three, the one that was wrongfully accused. I did reach out, she never replied and I that's fine, I, I get it. She has every right to not reply. She has every right to whatever, whatever path she decides to take from this, it really comes down to her. But my thing is, if we can get the people that are involved to really want to try to help humanity, try to help other people, try to help the community in making sure that this doesn't happen or it happens less frequently, but you quickly see that there are people with their own agenda on both sides that don't want that. They're so caught up in wanting to see the Colosseum battle. They wanna see the blood. They wanna see off with her head. I get it. You don't think I've, I've, I've seen that in person over my 40 years, involved with it every which way that you could? And there are times and situations where sometimes you gotta let the Colosseum battle play itself out. This isn't one of them. This situation, you can make it a good learning experience but the the surrounding people there's too many of them that they don't want this resolved and they could really care less about making it better going forward and for this particular situation where it's under the racism umbrella asian hate crimes and those people that come to the comment section that think what they're doing when they come over and they're like wanting to see the fight and the blood and the off with their head. Do you think that is helping and making things better going forward? Read the comments. They don't care. Their intent, again, it's more than 
it comes down to more than just two parties. It comes down to more than three parties. There's 20, 30, 40, 50 parties involved, all with their own agenda, under the guise of being under the right side, wrong side, under the guise of being your friend, my friend, their friend. They all, they're, they're, everybody's coming with different intent. And most of the people within the comment section publicly, because social media and how a lot of us have been kind of trained, this is, this is the entertainment for 2023, for 2022. This is our entertainment, is the drama that's online. And for most of these people who are hiding behind their phones, their laptop, their accounts with no name, that they don't post their own content. A lot of big talkers, right? Big tough talkers who this doesn't affect, at least not directly on this particular day, that keep egging on these young ladies to continue going down this path that's just is not productive. You can help other people, but you have to make that decision yourself. There's too many bad players around all of these ladies who don't want this to end. Because if it ends, then what they are living for on a day-to-day -day basis, and I'm talking about these blind, faceless accounts, they have nothing else to live for for that day. Most of these big talkers, the ones that are pushing this drama to keep going, the ones that a year and a half later are searching out people's names and every time that name is posted, they are coming and rehashing. And not only just rehashing, they're not even doing that. They're throwing in other completely random issues that don't pertain to what this initially was. Look up straw man argument and you will see that if you're not aware of the straw man argument where people will come in to argue or debate you over something and then you slowly find out that, wait a minute, we're not even talking about what we were sitting down here to talk about. They're getting you to argue over something that is completely unrelated. And you're like, wait, what are we arguing about? There's a lot of pundits out there that are really good at this. A lot of people online who their whole persona is to get you in to argue one thing. And then by the end, you're like, wait a minute, why are we arguing about this completely ridiculous that has nothing to do with what we're sitting down for. So there we've come to the people that we keep. And my plea to the two people involved is to tune out most of the people around them, especially when it comes to this situation, because they're being advised and they're being pushed by people that don't have your best interest at heart. And thus our topic Episode 26, Tossing Solid Podcast, The People We Keep. We have the choice, once you become aware at some point in your life, your persona, your personality, your outlook on life, what you decide to do for the day, a lot of that is based off of the five people we most interact with and keep company with. Five's arbitrary. I'm sure there's some scientific study that can narrow that down or there's a range. Five is just a good number. But think about it. If you're around people that are overly negative, isn't your outlook for the day overly negative? Or you go to work and your coworker that you see and talk to most of the time there, Monday through Friday, does nothing but bitch, moan, and complain about work. 
don't you find that you bitch moan and complain about work also? Or you're in a situation to where social media, you get caught up on something that you get finger pointed into assaulting somebody wrongfully. And most of the people that claim to be your followers, your friends, and all they do is tell you, screw that bitch, burn it down. And when you're done burning it down, pee all over it and then spit on it. And then everybody can have a good laugh about it. What is that accomplishing? Nothing. If you truly care about making the world a little bit better, if you find that, you know, you're like, ah, social media, boy, it's just so negative. Or I hate when I post things because of the comment section. What can we do and make a decision on right to this day? Like today, you could decide what company do I want to keep? And I just realized two minutes ago, I just messed up the title. I said, the people we keep, it's the company we keep. But we can decide at any point in our lives, whether you're 48 and it's taken you 40 years to figure this out, or it comes to you at 20 or 25 and you, you come to this moment to where you realize the company that we keep, are they here for my best interest? And you kind of know, don't you? If you think about it, I want you to think about this right now. The people that you most interact with, whether it's at work, on social media, good people, you think? Some of them, maybe we keep a, a super negative person because they're funny and what they do and say and what they're involved with is so miserable that it makes us feel better about our situation. Really, it comes down to the company that we keep. It's our decision. So if, you, if we've got a shitty collection of people around you, it's your fault. It's my fault took me a while to realize the people I kept around me, depending on what part of my life I was in, I had the wrong people around me by choice because I either thought they were funny or they entertained me or their life was so messed up that they'd made my life. They made me feel better and acknowledging and knowing that this happens and acknowledging and knowing that we have the control over the people that we keep around us. We decide who that company is. That doesn't make us immune from making bad decisions of people around us. I know this, but here's, here's the thing that I've become more aware of as I have gotten older. And this isn't necessarily, I was going to make the and wrongfully. So I was going to say, well, this, this sort of wisdom comes with age as you go. And for some people it does, but there are much younger people that can come to this conclusion just being self-aware. And I know they have, they have to, it, this isn't an old versus young thing, but I can only speak to my experience on this and knowing all of this and knowing that if you keep the wrong people around you, that your outlook on life, your persona, if they're negative type people, if they're the wrong people, that is your, then that is your outlook. That is your persona. That's how your day is going to go. But here's the cool thing that I've also realized much later in life. And I wish I'd, I knew this earlier. If you surround yourself with other people that are genuinely good natured people that have a good outlook on life, all of a sudden things kind of turn around. Like my nine, 10 years in, in corporate America, let's say, 
the company that I kept for the most part, most of our entertaining between each other back and forth was all mostly like negative type stuff. And I fed into it. I was part of the problem as well. I was the negative influence on other people also. But at this stage of my life now, I have found that by surrounding myself with more creative people, the, the more uh, other podcast show creators that I interact with, the more content creators that are trying something different, the more I am becoming creative and thinking outside of the box. The less time I spend with people complaining about this or that, and we're talking chronic complaining. There's nothing wrong with complaining. Chronic complainers that get off on things being negative, that's the problem. And each one of us, we have the ability to say, it's Tuesday, July, I don't even know what the date is today, 2023. Today, I think I have acknowledged who I keep around me and going forward, I've identified some other people that I'm like, I want to make the change. If you're like, if you feel like, oh, just everything is so, so shitty. Is it truly because everything is so shitty, relatively speaking, or is it because the people around you are just shitty people or negative people? Or sometimes they're just, maybe they're just not, they're not bad people. But they're not the right people. It's not the right company to keep to get you to where you feel that you need to go as a person. For me right now, podcast show, content creator of sorts, doing things here to where I'm like, oh man, it's, it's a blank canvas. I would be better served with being around other people that are kind of wanting to do the same thing in a sense of we, we can almost do or create anything we want that we find that's fun or entertaining. And the more people I surround that are like that, that have the same general outlook, not carbon copies. We don't want to be around other people that are carbon copies of us, but others that have a general direction and a general positive can-do attitude of, fuck it, try it. What's what's the worst that can happen? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Do you think I, if I'm around other parents that I've known before that have that typical nine-to-five job, which that's that's fine, and I would mention that I'm wanting or that I find that doing podcast stuff or social media stuff or whatever it is, I find it fun. And they're like, what? What? TikTok? What are you, what are you doing with that giant zucchini? That if, if I'm around other people that just don't get it, don't understand that, and that just have a different lifestyle than mine, I'd be like, oh, okay, probably not. Let's head to the, let's head to work. Let's go shuffle papers around. But if I'm, if I interact with other people, ooh, I almost spilled my coffee. Like Sarah, who's got, I don't know, I don't know how many kids Sarah has. It seems like a lot on social media. So she's a mom, has all that crazy mom stuff going on. Got a garden. I think she just got a new job to where she's like, she actually loves this new thing that she's doing. And then on the side, she was like, oh, let's, let's do like a small side business where I get to create some ceramic stuff. Is this ceramic or uh, pottery? I, I don't know. I don't even have to quite understand the details. But my thing is, okay, well, if if Sarah can do something like this, without worrying about what other people think or with without worrying about well, what if nobody buys stuff, which I, you know, 
I'm sure that, you know, that goes through her head too. Okay. Very similar to when I put out a podcast or content, I'm like, well, what if nobody watches it or nobody wants to, but then there's a bigger part of me. That's like, I, that doesn't matter because this is what I want to do. And for people like Sarah and other friends of mine that are doing creative things that are just like, yeah, there's a little bit of that voice inside that's very timid and that's very much like, well, what if it's a failure? What are people going to think? But there's a, an even bigger voice that's just like, fuck it, who cares? You do it because you can. Other people can't. Or other people may not want to do it. That's fine. But that's not the, the type of people that, that I find that I need to be around. Other podcast shows, Skip Town All-Stars, that's another one. It's like It's a new show that I came across in the last month. I don't know how we came to know each other. Husband and wife team sold their house. Kids are out going to school or whatever, and they're they're traveling all over the place, making podcasts as they go or whatever. What traditional family or friends of theirs would be like, hey, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> to me, yeah, that sounds like that. I, I told both of them. I was like, you guys have a great show idea. They just they just interviewed somebody that it's like a professional hobo traveler or something that just uh, tips on how to, you know, hide your money and uh, I think how to, like alternatives to Airbnb or whatever. I again, I listen the podcasts that I choose to listen to are the ones that I listen to at night as I go to sleep. And so I tend to pick up a few bits and pieces as I'm kind of in that sleepy stage. So I, I pay attention and then I cut out. The good thing for them and for all the other podcasts that I listen to is I will go back and listen to the same episode probably 50 times just because there's always bits and pieces and I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't remember, I fell asleep too. Not because it's boring, but it's how I choose to consume my podcast. Just getting into that rotation should be an honor because I, I, that's how I, I need to listen to my podcast. For me, telling them, man, that's a great idea is different because I think we're, we're both people that are, are, are entering this stage to where we're like, why can't we be somewhat creative? Why not? And if, if they listen to the more traditional people around them who may or may not say, oh, that, yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, Oh, and they're like, you know, Jesus Christ, this is going to, this is going to be a bust, <laughs> but I need other people to interact with that. I consciously make the decision. I want to be around other people that can see things a little more, not necessarily black and white to tie this back into that initial situation over on, on TikTok. The people that are around these ladies that are pushing for this drama just to continue. I, I asked the two, party two, party three, who are these people that are around you and what kind of advice are they giving you? Because it's 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 terrible advice. And I do know the one young lady I, I have talked to who understands that she made a really shitty mistake, who half the times I think is pissed at some of the stuff that I tell her from my opinion, again, just my opinion as a third party observer on this, but at least I think from my interaction with her, she is up for trying to make this a better situation and helping others not do the same mistake that she did. 
as a third party person, you're like, wow, why, why wouldn't we want to do this? Asian hate crimes are increasing. If you really are concerned about that particular issue, you should be on board with trying to help make sure that that doesn't happen or it happens less. Because coming out of this, the way that everybody in the public comment section is forcing this to go is maintaining the status quo. And not only maintaining, probably making things worse down the road to encourage more hate crime. Because their, their intent is not to help this situation. Their intent is not to make things better. Intent is always huge and key. If you ever, that's, that's the one thing that I have really come to acknowledge in my life, whether or not I have issues with somebody or something, what is the intent? What was the, the actual intent? Sometimes it's hard to determine with the information provided, but because so many people view this as entertainment and it's so easy to make this particular situation, one particular situation to be the most worst thing that, that could happen. That's not it. This particular situation, that's not it. It was bad, but it's not what a lot of you are making it out to be and you're making it worse. Where are the people that are like me on in their camp that's truly helping them for what's their best interest? Where are those people at? Or are they being just, are they being tuned out by these ladies? I don't know. I don't know. My comment to party number two was, well, what is my whole thing in this? Why would I even comment about it? Other than, again, it was brought to me, brought to my channel, brought to my comments. Because I wouldn't have if this was just out and about. I would do what most of us do. Does it affect me? Meh. Go about my day. Doesn't affect me yet. But the second you see a rational person, third-party person trying to figure this out and trying to help the situation, truly trying to make the situation better going forward, the second that person says something like that, these hateful accounts will come after you because they don't want this to stop. They live for this. And just think about it. Think about the most positive people in your life, the people that are doing things, the people that a lot of us are jealous of, we're like, oh, they're not the ones making these comments. One, because they don't have time. They're busy doing good shit. They're busy doing creative stuff. These people that are in the comments that are egging things on, that want to see this continue, the profile, we know what the profile of these people are. And we can say it. They have nothing better else. They have nothing going on in their own lives that keeps them busy, then your drama, then you continuing your drama. Once we can identify the negative people, the bad players in our tribe, in our community, in our company, we choose to keep, get rid of them, replace them with other people that make you a better person. But it comes down to your choice, your decision. Sometimes it takes that random third-party person to say, you know what, today I'm just not going to turn a blind eye. I'm going to try to contribute one time in five years, one time in 10 years to doing something good for people around us. But ultimately it comes to individual people making that determination. What company do we want around us? Who do we want to influence our lives? And if you do want to make a change, 
and you do want a better outlook on life and you do want to be more creative, identify those people that are around you or go make new friends, but you decide the company that you keep.